inmate at the Virginia Department of Corrections, Red Onion State Prison. To accept this call, press zero. This is Red Onion Randy. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about prison jobs. Uh, you know, some of the prison jobs that I've had in the past. Um, you know, and uh, maybe even a story or two of uh, of said jobs. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just thought of a funny story that's really gross and it's really nasty, but I'm going to tell it anyway, but not just yet. Um, one of, well, not one of. The absolute worst prison job I've ever had is the shower man. Um, and as a shower man, it was my job to clean the showers after everybody was done. Um, and as you can imagine, when you have a bunch of inmates taking showers in the same showers, them showers get quite, quite nasty and disgusting. Because you have some guys with no home training at all. Um, you know, you have guys will go in there and they'll take a dump in the shower. You know, and then they'll just take it and they'll take their shower shoe or their foot and they'll push it over towards the drain, step on it and kind of smush it into the drain. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it goes all in the drain. Uh, you'll have guys who will, uh, excuse me for saying this, masturbate and they will... Uh, in their seed on the sides of the walls where it will just stick. You have guys who will cut themselves, you know, while they're shaving and they'll just cap their razors on the wall and knock the blood and the hair off and just leave it there instead of rinsing it off. You'll have guys that urinate uh, in the showers. Look, when I tell you it's disgusting, believe me, it's disgusting. But it was my job and as you know, I, you know, I didn't have money during those years. You know, that, that, that little 27 cent that I made an hour, that's, that's all the money I got was a little 32 bucks a month. Um, you know, and I was grateful for it when I had it, but I hated cleaning those showers. Cause you have to go in and you get this scrub brush, scrub brush and chemicals and everything. And it's just nasty to see the stuff, the fluids that comes out of a human body has to be one of the grossest things in this world. Uh, it's just nasty. And then when you have 20 or 30 guys do it in the same damn shower, oh, I, 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 I would not wish, wish that upon my worst enemy. So, yeah, it's just, it's just so gross. Um, and you have to go in there and you clean and sometimes the floors are very, very slippery. I may or may not have fallen. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that, but, uh, let's just say it's just nasty. It's, oh God, I, I hate going in the showers and I like taking showers. I'm a clean person. But I hate going in the shower. That's why I do my best to be the first one in the shower every day. That way I don't have to take a shower in another man's filth. But yeah, it's just horrible. It's just, I don't even want to talk about it no more. I'm so grossed out. Um, 
I've had houseman jobs. Uh, you know, those those are pretty easy because you come out, you sweep the floor, you mop the floor, you pick up trash, you know, you clean the windows, uh, you know, wipe the tables down, stuff like that. You know, just typical cleaning. Though, being a houseman is uh, it, it, it's good and it's bad, um, especially when you're in segregation. Because when you're in seg, you come out, you have guys that want you to pass. They want you to pop the tray slot and pass for them. And obviously, if you get caught, you know, passing, you're going to get charged with a tampering with the security device. You're going to get fired and lose your job. And let's face it, the guys asking you to pass for them, they're not going to pay you. They're not going to give you food because you got fired and you can no longer afford to buy because you don't have a job no more. Um, you know, but at the same time, I'm old school, you know, I'm, if I can help you, I'm going to help you, you know, so I would pop slots and I would pass. And yes, I've gotten fired for getting caught quite a few times. Um, but that's just something I do, but you also see some crazy things when you're the houseman. Now you're not supposed to look in another man's cell. You just ain't supposed to do that. That that's prison etiquette, and it's it's something you never want to do. But sometimes when you're sweeping or or you're cleaning the window or whatnot, like motion will catch you out your peripheral vision, and you'll kind of glance, just just not even thinking about it, not paying attention, and you'll see something you don't want to see. Um, for example, uh. <laughs> Oh, um, I don't know uh, how many of you have actually watched the documentary Solitary Look Inside Red Onion. Um, but uh, the way you got the cells, you got the door at the front, and then you got this wall that goes straight back, and then you got another wall that kind of cuts at an angle diagonally. And on that diagonal, you got a sink that goes from the floor to about waist height. And then on the side of it, you got the toilet mounted. And so one day I was sweeping, and something just caught my attention, and I looked up. And you had this guy. He had one foot on the toilet. He had the other foot on the sink. And he was leaning forward with one arm against the wall. And he had three fingers shoved up his rectum. And he was plumb giving it hell. He was wearing himself out. And I fell away. I, I literally fell away up against the railing. I was on the top tier. I, if I wouldn't have caught myself, there's a good chance I might have went through the railing and hit the concrete on, on, on the bottom tier. And I was bust out laughing. And at the same time, you had the CO was down there. And he was looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with this fool? And look, I'm not going to be the only one to share in my misery if I don't have to. So I was like, dude, you got to look, go look. So the CEO come upstairs and he looked and he saw and he fell back gagging. And you just see some wild things. You know, there was another time that uh, I was sweeping and uh, unfortunately, you know, motion got the better of me in my peripheral vision and I looked. And you had this one guy, he... uh. He took a wave cap, and a wave cap is what black guys wear over their head, you know, the, the shiny black material 
that helps them get the waves in their hair. And uh, so it was like a square cloth of that, and then it had two long strings on the, on the corners of it so that you can wrap around your head and tie it down tight to keep it on there. And uh, he had actually turned that into a G-string. And he was standing on the table, and he had some go-go music blasting in the cell because he had it hooked up through his And, I mean, he was dancing. I mean, he was putting on a damn show in that cell. So, you know, you see some crazy things as a houseman. Um, so if you ever find yourself in prison, which I hope to God you don't, don't look in somebody's cell. Put blinders on like you see those Clydesdale, Budsdale, uh, Budweiser Clydesdale's wearing to keep them from seeing anything. Just sit straight ahead. Because you're going to see some stuff that you don't want to see. Stuff that's going to engrave itself on the inside of your eyes. And uh, you just ain't never going to get those images out of your head. And believe me, there is not a person in this world wanting to see that boy go-go dancing in a thong. G-string, whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm, gross. And I've had barber jobs. Uh, the barber jobs are pretty much your better jobs in prison. And, uh, you know, I, I taught myself how to cut hair. Um, you know, I'm not fancy or anything, but, you know, I, I, I can do a Caesar. I can fade. I can temp. Um, you know, I, I can do stuff like that. I've even been teaching myself to blend a little bit, um, which is a little bit difficult uh, as, you know, I don't have scissors. I have to do everything with just one set of trimmers, um, you know, and only two guards. It's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to do it that way. But, uh, you know, it's uh, having a job in prison has, has been a lifesaver at times. You know, like I said, I've done most of my bid with nothing. Um, no money, no job, no TV, no books from the outside, just nothing. Um, but, you know, there has been a few times where, you know, I was able to get a houseman job or a showerman job or a barber job. And, I, you know, and I had a little bit of money, and I was able to improve my life a little bit. Um, you know, usually, I, you know, I try to get books. You know, I try to educate myself and get things that are going to be beneficial to me. Um, you know, along with getting a little bit of commissary so I can supplement my diet from the kitchen. Um, but uh, getting a prison job is something that you want. Because it helps you to stay busy. You know, it gives you something to do. It makes you feel a little bit more normal. You know, it makes you, you know, the way y'all feel on the street, getting up, going to a job, coming home, so on and so forth. That's the way a lot of guys in prison feels. The worst thing prison officials can do is keep a prisoner trapped in a cell all day doing nothing, with nothing to do. You know, which is why... I don't understand why this, I'm just going to use my governor, for example, uh, Governor Ralph Northam. Um, and I'm sure nobody's brought it to his attention. He, he hasn't thought about it. I, I don't know. But if I was the governor, if I, if I was in his shoes, one of the things that I would do, and it's a win-win situation for everyone, instead of letting a company build a factory in China or Bangladesh or some other country, build that factory beside the prison. Obviously, put your fences around it, your guard towers and whatnot, 
And you basically, you know, you giving prisoners jobs. You know, you're giving them jobs. And, you know, obviously we're not going to make minimum wage, but you can pay us 2 or $3. You know, the company can pay the inmates 2 or $3 an hour to do the work for them. And they can get, you know, tax breaks for not taking, the co- you know, the company to another country so they don't have to pay taxes. That improves the economy. It gives inmates something to do. It helps build skills. It helps them to get acclimated to actually working and have a job instead of standing on a street corner selling dope or, you know what I'm saying, robbing somebody or breaking into somebody's house or doing some other criminal activity. So, I mean, that's just my two cents. I think that, you know, that could be a win-win situation for the company. They don't have to pick themselves up and relocate halfway around the world so they can save money in taxes. It's going to improve the economy. It's going to give jobs to people who need it, who need that stability. And, you know, and they can realize that, you know, the prisoner can realize, hey, you know what, man? Working a job ain't that bad. You know, because most prisoners have actually never had a job in their life. Most prisoners start being a criminal when they're juveniles, and they just they continue up into their adult lives until they get caught by the police and thrown in prison. So they don't even know what it's like to work in the first place. So if you can give them a job and show them that, hey, it ain't the end of the world to get up and go to work and to have some responsibility, and you can make money, and you can be able to buy some of the things you want to buy and, you know, kind of enjoy life a little We'll take that out to the streets when we get released from prison, and it'll be so much easier for an inmate at that point or prisoner at that point to go out and start looking for jobs. Not only that, if they've done a good enough job, you know, that company still has factories at other places. They can go and get a job. They're working for them because they've already been trained and work for them. So there's a lot that can be done as far as having a job in prison because the benefits are just, they're just numerous. I mean, there, there's so many ways in which having a job in prison will help a person. You know, it keeps you calm. It gives you something to do. It makes you think. It gives you hope. You know, and it keeps you from being idle. You know what they say, you know, that old maxim, idle hands are the devil's play shop or workshop. You have one minute remaining. This has been Red Onion Randy. Uh, I hope you enjoy listening to me. I hope you check out my website, redonionrandy.com. And for those on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate it if you would give me your five-star ratings or whatever you think I deserve. And as always, word of mouth would be much appreciated. Please tell your family and friends. Thank you for listening to me. Take care and stay safe. Hold me when I'm falling. Niggas want it on me. Want it till it on me. Stone up, now I'm stony. I got a lot of fake ones. I just want to bail out. Niggas monkey raw. I no time to make so. Business emotion. Thank you for using GTL. Mm-hmm.